Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Now, boys, let's get into a main topic. Let's get into a main topic. Turbo. Goes down. Looks like he's out for the season. Looks like he's going to get a shot of Rico. I mean, the, the, the thing that sucks the most for this is, A, one of the great superstars of our game, especially after last year, one of the greatest years of all time, period. There is no argument. Is it the greatest? You can debate that till the cows come home. But it is one of the greatest. There is no doubt goes down with an injury that this isn't soft tissue. This isn't, you know, calf or hammy or quad groin. This is something that you cannot really avoid. <clears throat> goes down with a shoulder injury. What does this say for first Manly? And then we'll get into New South Wales chat. Garina? Yeah, devastating for Manly. Um, you know, also this is the start of the season. They did look a little bit uh, they looked better without him than what they did last year mm. without him, of course. Uh, but it's a tough gig, especially as you come into this origin <coughs> period. Um they play Melbourne twice in the next five weeks during this origin period. So they go Melbourne in Melbourne next week. They go the Warriors. They'll be without DCE and Gerbo for that one and Turbo, obviously. Then they go the Tigers, who are going to... Tigers and Warriors will have their full they squad. They might even be at Olukowatu. Might be without Olukowatu. Then they go Cowboys, Melbourne. They're Ouch. sitting 10th at the moment. So it could be a really tough few weeks for the Manly Seagulls there. It's, it's, biz- it's crazy <coughs> how quickly things can change in rugby league. Manly, premiership threat at the start of the year. Oh, my God, look how good they were last year. They're only going to build on that. They got they retained everyone. They've got these young guys coming through. All of a sudden, in four weeks' time, we could see Manly literally sitting in 13th, 14th position. What do you think, Timmy? Yeah. A week ago, you're going, Tommy Turbo looks underdone, not right to go. How do Manly recover from this if, he, this if he's underdone? 40 minutes into the game on the weekend, Tommy looking pretty good. Yes. Manly hanging there going, all right, bit of a turning point here. Ten minutes later, gone for the season. It's like, well, there's a line through Manly, uh, oh. unfortunately. It's such a shame for the game. Um, that poor bugger, isn't it? It's just like time and time and time again. But it's, yeah, it's a bit of an old storyline now. And yeah, shattered for Manly fans and obviously poor old Tommy. Now, how do they... I will say, I will say, Ruben Garrick has been outstanding mm. this year. <clears throat> outstanding. He had that one poor game uh, last week. 
But I think, you know, everyone didn't play that well against the Broncos because mm. they're the Broncos. We were fucking the best team in the world. But anyway, um, <laughs> go, you know, comes out next week and was one of the wingers of the, of the week. If, he, if that team wins, he's probably in everyone's team of the week. Now, yes, he is no Tommy Turbo, but he is playing some of the best footy of any outside back in the comp right now. Can he play well enough to supplement losing Tommy? You can have a crack at it. It's a it's big shoes to fill, you know. And it's nothing against Ruben. I'll be, you know, are we confident they play Ruben Garrick there? Do they consider throwing Cola back there? They were going to do it a few weeks ago, and then he got injured. I like I like, I think Ruben's been playing really fucking good yeah. footy. I think Cooler has been really good in the centres. I, I think it'd be it'd be asking a bit too much, especially like post Tommy. I just I don't know whether it's a good decision when he's already playing good footy in the centres, and Ruben is playing so well there, but. It could be a masterstroke too. It could be the birth of a superstar. Mm. I was just thinking too, as you said, like if Olakwatu does get picked, you know, when Turbo isn't playing, he's their go-to guy. Mm-hmm. If he's out, it's, yeah, it's going to be a brutal few weeks for them. Uh, I'll be interested to see how Ruben Garrett goes. We know that he can handle himself there mm. well and truly. Um, as I said, huge shoes to fill your feel for him. Oh, massively. What do you reckon, Timmy? Yeah, I think it'll be Rubes Garrick. He's proven himself very capable at fullback in Tommy's absence. Um Manly is such a goodie side. Desi Hadzler's in charge. You know, we've hardly seen him with a full team this year. Um, so Schuster back, Olakwatu, a few others, etc. They can still fight their way to a top eight position, you know, potentially top six if things click. When I say put a line through them, I just they're not, I don't think they have the X factor to, to be a premiership threat, which despite a slow start to the season, they were a few yep. weeks ago. Mm. Um, but they can still, you know, shake things up and be dangerous come finals time. Mm. Um, yeah, looking forward to seeing Rubes at fullback. Uh, it's an interesting thought, isn't it? You talk about cool at a fullback and it could be a masterstroke. Yeah. Garrick's the safe option, uh, but Cooler's also been so good defensively there. Mm. It's just like, he's still very young. You don't need to throw these blokes into the spotlight even more than they need to be. Mm. Uh, be good to watch. Yeah, I mean, with the Cooler one, I think you could maybe test it. Let's say you get a couple of wins, <coughs> you're playing a Bulldogs, you're playing, you know, a team that's on the bottom of the table or close to the bottom of the table. Maybe that's a chance to go, look, let's put him at the fullback, see how he handles it. Uh, and go from there. That could be a, a way to like slowly ease him into it. But as you said, like he's been so good defensively. Uh, I do think though that we are starting to see that. Although you know Morgan Harper did have his moments where he missed a few tackles, were purely his own fault. You know, it really isn't the center and the winger that is the issue on the right edge for for oh. Manly. I think it's more the fact that DCE is such a unique way he defends. Where sometimes he jams in, sometimes he comes out. I think you just need a, a centre outside him that has played so much footy with him, they can read his body language really, really well. And so I, I think it's, it's more a DCE thing. And the thing is, we all know DCE can defend. We all know he, he's actually one of the better half defenders in the competition. But I do think it's going to take some time for whoever is his centre to adjust to the way he defends because it is very 50-50, really. Like, you just don't know. Is he... Like, some... some uh, Halves are known to jam in. Some halves are known to slide. So I think like moving cooler, you're taking time away from them building that. For example, there was, you looked on the weekend, there was one try where DC went, uh, I think he went, no, he, he slid off. The first one he either slid off or, or screamed in. But let's just say the first one, he slid off. And I think cooler thought that he was going in. So cooler comes in, they get that ball out the, out the back there. And then the next try, he does... DC does the opposite and Cooler stays out and slides. And so it's it's 
And again, that's not to say that it is purely DCU's fault. It's just to say that that's purely time. Like you need mm -hmm. time playing together to know like, okay, DCU, I can look at his body language. Like for example, playing outside Hodjo, Hodjo used to do this thing where, and I, and I would fall for it sometimes, especially in a really important game against the Storm, like where he would dummy to go up. So he would pretend to shoot and then I would make the decision, oh fuck, we're shooting. I would shoot and he'd stay back. And so if I played a few years with Hodjo, mm. it would give me time to go, oh, like he's doing a dummy shoot right now. Like I could read yeah. his body language. And so I think that keeping cooler at the center may be the better option for Manly so that he can get some time with DC to really understand what kind of defender he is. Um, but yeah, interesting times now. Uh, Manly, look, I agree with you. Like I, I can't see them winning a premiership from here. But I do believe that if Desi can get them into the eight, that's a, that's a win for the club, in my opinion. What do you guys reckon? Yeah, it's going as I said. I mean, if if they were sitting fourth right now, I'd be a little bit more confident. But they are sitting tenth. Mm. Uh, I mean, it's going to be tough for those next few weeks coming up. DCE is going to go and play Origin. <coughs> who, who do you think they move into the halves when DCE is not there? Do they give Schuster a shot? Do they bring in yeah. Ko Weeks? What, what's I think they go uh, four and at seven. Yep. And they go Schuster at six and give him that little taste of that sure. six role yeah. and go, mate, you wanted it, you got it. Um, and you know what? Fuck me. He is so like he is so underrated to how valuable he is to that side. Multiple, like he, as soon as he got on the field on the weekend, what he went that intercept. Then actually I've got to make notes here. He ran that, that lead line for Tommy out the back and just sucked in defenders. Yeah. Oh, oh man, Schuster, yeah, immediate impact with a great catch and a line break. And then Schuster in his first 10 minutes, he had two try involvements in his first 10 minutes. Like, because he doesn't, he doesn't get the last pass, you're not really getting mm. the excitement that you would if he was getting the last pass. Whereas, like, he truly is there. Like, he's almost Tommy to them when it comes to creating space for outside people. Mm. That's how important he is to their, their game. So, you know, I, I think that if we're glass half full, if Schuster's fit, and he is playing that way. Maybe he he picks up the slack for their attacking weapon. You know, like if they lose Tommy to get those extra line breaks or whatever, and they have Schuster there with that crazy no look pass. Fuck, he does it well. He does it better than anyone in my opinion. Like better than anyone. Um, yeah. So I reckon if they finish around tenth, like anywhere from like ninth to eleventh, I would say yeah, understandable <coughs> year because everything's happened. But I do think that Desi would should be aiming for finals footy. I still believe they're a top eight side if they're mm. playing best footy, even without Tom Trevojevic. Um, because when you look at the other premiership thre threat sides, if they lost one of their star players, you would still say they're a top eight side. Yep. Um, now, Origin. How does this affect Origin with Latrell most likely out? There's still a small chance that he could play. Tommy definitely out. How does this affect New South Wales? Yeah, it's an interesting one. I think a lot of it comes down to, you know, we said before, is he going to pick Jack Whiten? I think it's more of a case of where is he going to pick Jack Whiten. I think he'll be in the side somewhere, whether it's at 14 it's, or at centre. Uh, but it's tough because you obviously want to get Nico Hines into this team as well. I personally, I'm not a huge fan of Jack at centre. I think I would rather go with Staggs and probably Stephen Crichton. Mm. I think they've both done enough. But then, fuck, it's hard to leave Nico Hines Mate, how, out of this how, side. Yeah, how do you leave Hines out of this yeah, side? But, I mean, do, do we all agree that, that we, we think Freddie picks Whiten somewhere? 
Oh, he loves White. He loves yeah. him. Yeah. Like, Which is, and fair enough, because he has played some yeah. solid footy at, at Origin. Yeah. Well, he was a bit quiet last year, but the year before, he was pretty good. Oh, I just can't see him not picking Jack, which means he either has to be at centre or at 14. Um, I, I personally think he'll go 14. So, Crichton and... Uh, what do you reckon to me? Yeah, he'll be there. I said, Freddie loves him. Mm. Tailor-made for Origin footy. Uh, and as you said, it does give Freddie the opportunity to go. He's got that brutal decision of, you know, Nico or Jacko uh, at 14. I think he'll pick Jack ahead of Nico because he's so loyal to him and he's you know, stood up for him in the past often. often. If he plays him at centre, he can go Nico at 14. Um, it, it creates uh, or gets rid of a headache for him, doesn't it? Mm. Whether that's the right option, I'm not sure. Um, I said there's between Stephen Crichton and Katoni Staggs. Good options to have. You throw Zach Lomax in the mix there a little bit, had a cracker on the weekend. Good options. Yeah, at least, I mean, at least you've got high, high quality options. Mm. I think I personally <laughs> believe he will start him at centre. Mm. Um, I think that same love that we're talking about that he gets selected is also would get him across the line to get that centre spot. You know, like, like Whiten is a player that he trusts. And so the, the option in Freddie's head is, do I risk two debutants in the centre? Two debutants mm-hmm. in the centre? Or yeah. do I have one guy I know is going to do the job at the very least and then one debutant in the centre? Because the problem is if you get two ro- rookies that don't turn up in the centre, I mean, we saw... Um, game uh, we saw the origin before, you know Gutho, who isn't really a centre, and who was the other centre that that um, played for you guys? I think it was White, wasn't yeah, it? I think that it was year? Jack, yeah, yeah, yeah Jack, it was Jack started at centre a couple of times, and last he, year. Yeah, he struggled. Gagai, you know, like Gagai and Kurt, Kate, well, Bath them really. Yep. Jacko Bath, Gagai. <laughs> With the ball in hand, but then Gagai sent it straight back at him. Yeah. For two well, awesomely defensive players. But also, well, what was crazy though, if you go and look at the stats, one missed like six tackles yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, look, it, it's a tough one. It's a tough one because if he has, Whiten has played centre and not great at centre, then Freddie's sitting there going, well, I trust you and I want you to be there, but the evidence that you're playing centre. It'll be interesting if they do go for those two debutants. I was thinking about it yesterday. If you pick Stags, I think you have to pick him at right centre. If you're picking Stephen Crichton, I think you pick Stephen Crichton because of his combination with Brian Toto. Mm. So there's a chance that you will pick the Penrith right edge, play them on the left yeah. edge, and you'll pick the Canterbury yeah. left winger and play him on the right yeah. wing. But as crazy as it sounds, I think it makes the most sense if you're not going to start, Jack. Yep, yep. Let's go back and have a look at this first game with Jack at centre, what his stats were. Um, player stats, here we go. Jack Whiten and... Gutho in the centres. Yeah, yeah Whiten had a... So, Whiten actually ran for a fair, like, really good metres. 179 metres, 67 post contact. And then he had one He had one tackle break, so his metres were all fucking hard hit-ups. Where are your tackles? Yeah, 10 tackles made, 7 missed. Mm. 7 missed. Whereas Gutho, 32 tackles made, 2 missed. I actually... I felt sorry for Gutho in that situation because, yes, he had that one play where we scored off it. But he made 32 tackles and only missed Jesus. two in the centres. And that was never talked about. That was never talked about. Whereas, like, Jackie on the other edge um, had a 52% tackle efficiency. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, Gutho had um, 91% tackle efficiency. Uh, so, yeah, that's, it's interesting, isn't it? So, so you, you think Jacko at 14? That's right. What are on. you thinking? I think they will go Jacko at centre. Uh, I would pick him probably at 14 and go with Crichton and Staggs. I think Freddie will go with Jacko at Sanex. He's been there and done it before, albeit not that well. 
Um, I think he has enough runs on the board, particularly defensively, to go, all right, that was one game, um, we'll put it behind us. He did some great things with ball in hand in that game. Um, I'll look at I, his next game. I, I, I 11 just, tackles, 7 misses. Yeah, yeah. I just think he's going to want Nico in there and he's going to want Jack in yep. there. And that's the solution to do it. As you said, you're not, you don't have two debutants there. You've got one coming in. So, If you do go Jack at centre, <coughs> do you then go with Staggs or Stephen Crichton? I mean, Crichton's got the combo. He's played on the biggest stages, but I'd say that Staggs is probably in slightly Mate, if you had, form. Mate, if you had a said to me... If you had said to me four weeks ago, I would have said Crichton, even with Staggs' ceiling, mm. which is fucking crazy, and you'd say, you know, he's tailor-made for origin, he's a big, strong body. But I think uh, Staggs has really rounded out his game. Defensively, the last few weeks, like, yes, attacking-wise, we haven't seen... We've still seen him, like, throw blokes off him and all that kind of stuff, but we haven't seen the tries, the tries, assists, and everything. But defensively, and that's what we're talking about now with, like, Jackie and that, with the missed tackles, defensively, Staggs has been... Unfucking! He's been the best defensive centre in the comp. He's ha- he has handled, like handled, Talakai and best. So who is going to bath him in the centre? Most likely now. Gagai is a different beast at Origin level. We yeah. all know that. Holmes has been playing outstanding, but I do think that the combination with Crichton, Cleary, you know, the, the whole Penrith combination, and then you've got you know mm. Toto as well. It may be. Do you move? Because, yeah, okay, you got Luai on that edge. Yeah, okay, so you so you do you reckon they would go Luai, Crichton, To'o, but on the opposite side? Yeah, I think so. I think they'd, I think they'd, they'd move the centre and the wingers to the left. Just back to what they were doing in 2020, essentially. And, yeah. And so, is that, so why did they do that? Was that because... Oh, no, because they've, because Penrith have actually moved to, or to the other side because of Taylor May. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, we, so they've proven that they can... Remember that teenager that came yeah, in and it's crazy. fucking brained it? Fucking mental. I also think with Staggs, though, it's interesting. I mean, like, you, you watch the Broncos over the last few weeks and, you know, the amount of space there is behind the line that Adam Reynolds has taken advantage of, that's because defences are going, fuck, I've got to get up on Staggs. Mm. I've got to cut off his time with the ball. So, like, as much as he hasn't had crazy attacking players, you know who has? Selwyn Cobbo, mm. who I think he's just created space for just with his presence time and time again. Uh, I think Staggs has been outstanding, mm. like outstanding this past month of footy. Um, it's interesting, though, because, like, it's... Then you look at Crichton and you, you see him, like, out-jump Tupu, run 90 metres, Tupo, and run 90 metres. You go on, far out. So, it's, yeah, it's funny how quickly it can change. I mean, it was only... Well, eight weeks ago, we watched Val Holmes absolutely dominate Katoni Staggs. Yeah. And yeah. Like, that's who he'd be marking. And now I'm, I'm confident Staggs would do a job. How many times in the last month have the Bronx been, like, retreating on their own line, quick ball gone, Koshy, all right, they're going to walk over and score here. Staggs meets a bloke half a metre from the line and just manhandles him Somehow. back. And you're Somehow. just like, how has he done that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and absolutely. It, it's such an interesting uh, debate because... With absolutely no disrespect to Stephen Crichton, I think Tony Staggs is a better footballer. Um, he's done, well, you know what he's done with ball in hand for the last couple of years, not so much this year, but in an ordinary Broncos outfit. Mm. Crichton playing centre in the best team in the competition for a few years now, and he's just not coasted, but it hasn't been a tough job, let's be fair. That being said, he's stepped up in grand finals and big games. So mm. like, he hasn't done a thing wrong. I think Tony Staggs is a better footballer. But all those combinations you spoke of, and you made those great points with, with Cooler and DCE there and those combinations defensively in particular. Mm. Um, do you just go with the tried and true combination? You, you've got so many Penrith folks in that team. Yep. He's so confident. Then mm. he and so is Katoni. Um, I'd, go, I'd go Katoni, but, you know, we, we, and that's another thing that Freddie's done at 
origin level, hasn't he? He's gone with combinations. Yeah. So. Like we've spoken about a lot, and yes, Stephen Crichton's in a great team, but they would have bowed out of finals on three separate occasions last year if he Crichton. wasn't in the team. Like Crichton has made the big plays in big games. Yeah, every single finals game and, last year, big play. And that's right. the thing. like that. That's what's so tough, because although Staggs is an absolute fucking throb, and I agree with you, like... Stags at his best, Crichton is best in the in the centres. I actually think Crichton's best position is fullback, but at centres, I agree with you. I'd probably just have Stags just above him. Um, but the difference is, is we haven't actually seen Stags in any big games. We've seen Crichton in the biggest fucking occasion that you can be in three games in a row. Like he literally made three plays in three games in a row yeah. that saved them, either saved them from a try of a try saver or scored like an intercept. So. Mate, it's a tough one. I, I don't know which, which way you go. I really don't. Um, I just – I can't see them picking two debutants, though. I think that's fucking risky as shit. It's also interesting that, you know, we always see Freddie. He always brings in one or two extra guys to his squad every year. You know, of the all, all the guys that I'm considering for this spot, it's funny that Stags is the only one that hasn't gone into camp before. We've yeah. seen Lomax. We've seen Campbell Graham. Mm. We've seen Crichton. So, interesting to see where, where Freddie's at yeah. as far as that goes. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough one. I mean, you can't go wrong. I personally think – to get Hines in that side, he's going to go Whiten in the centre, and then he's going to put either Crichton or, or Staggs in the centre. And Lomax is a smoky too. We know we know Freddie loves Lomax, and like when we talk about team, a player going really well on teams that are struggling, Lomax has been killing it in the Dragons, who you know really have been yeah. struggling for quite a while. Um, yeah, look, it really interesting. You can't go wrong with either of those like either of those players. Crichton has been incredible. Uh, Staggs has really rounded his game out. I will say it is interesting. Bradman Best has just hasn't really kicked on the way mm. we thought he would. I don't know what's going on there. Like, he doesn't I get to play footy. Yeah. He's always injured. He's always like he's been so unlucky. But he gets no years. good ball either. Like I, I don't. I, I can't remember a time this year where Bradman Best has been given fucking early quality ball where he can do something. I just hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I don't know. I think maybe he's a bit down on confidence, maybe. I'm not sure what and it is. I mean, whenever I think of Newcastle, they're playing good footy, it's because that left edge is humming. And yep. he still just doesn't... Uh, I don't know. It's Fuck, it. that looked gruesome on the weekend, though. Yeah. That was a tough watch. That was... That, yeah, that, I mean, the th- we'll get to the calls that were, you know, pretty tough, especially one of them. The, the first call with Gagai, that's debatable as to what you think in that rule. The second one was a clear obstruction, like, let's not fucking beat around the bush. But I think to be really clear here, Broncos were the much better side all fucking night, in my opinion. There was probably a 20-minute period where Knights fought back into it, but I still can't remember a time where they looked really dangerous on the line, where I was going, oh, the boys are pumped, like they're under the pump here. Whereas, you know, the Broncos, for a lot of the game, I I felt they controlled it, especially their forwards. But we'll we'll get into that. Uh, Interesting. Uh, Very interesting. A world where Hines doesn't get put in that side? Crazy. I mean, it shows you how much depth you've got. Like, how about the, the bloke Guru just mentioned that managed to dodge that whole conversation just about Campbell Graham yeah. Yeah. six weeks ago? If you said you know there was going to be centre spots opening up, Campbell Graham speaking favourites of Freddie Fittler's, yeah. he'd have gone straight in. Yeah. He was like the fourth bloke we just listed there. Yeah. And, and if we're worried about you know White and defensively on the left, 
I reckon the best defensive centre out of all, well, pro- probably along with Staggs, is Campbell Graham. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think I think Campbell Graham has shown for a longer period of time how good he is in defence. I think it's been recently we've seen Staggs really make a real effort in his defence to be like, no, I want to be a fucking defensive yeah. centre. And I just don't think anyone's handled, like to, to say Staggs has handled Talakai and Bess is pretty incredible. Campbell Graham, you know, and what's crazy is you could put Campbell Graham or Lomax in there and I, they may do a massive job. So the good thing is, is, you know. How old do you reckon Campbell Graham is? I think he's like 22 or something. He's 22. He's already played 100 first. It's crazy. That's why he doesn't get enough raps in yeah. my opinion. Like this guy is a 22-year-old centre that's been in the game for four years now. Like the most, one of the most consistent backs you can get. Um, even even games last year where he'd run like for 150 metres, missed no tackles, and he never got spoken about just because he doesn't have that flash, I guess. I, I think as well he doesn't get spoken about because last year he was the right centre for mm. the South Sydney Rabbitohs and it felt like everything was going left. But I mean, you stack up his numbers on the right where he doesn't get ball compared to the left guys and he's, yep. he's matching them. Yeah, man, it's interesting. It's very, very interesting who's going to run out. I mean, imagine Staggs and Crichton in a Blues jersey. Look pretty hectic. Oh. Look pretty hectic. If you go with Jack on the left and you go with Stags on the right, like like you guys suggesting, do you just pick Adokar on the left and Toto on the right? Or yeah, look, I, it's that's a real tough one. Or do you I, just let them decide? I probably let them decide. Yeah, okay, probably let them decide. I think Adokar is pro. I mean, they both have proven they can swap sides though. Yeah. So that's the positive about having wingers that seem to be able to swap sides. I think you probably, if I'm the coach. I'm saying which side does Toto scoot better out of? Because okay. he, because if he scoots, they both can finish on either side. You know, yeah, okay, yes, maybe one of them isn't left-handed, but the one thing that Toto brings that no other player in the comp can bring is the best ball running out of trouble out of any player in the comp. Mm. So where I'm going, okay, how do I get that out of Toto? Whereas mm. I think Adokar, like, he's just so well-rounded. You just he could probably fill the position of like either side doesn't matter, matter to him. Whereas Tyler, I think you think like, if there's a point of difference that we have in this New South Wales side, it's a motherfucker in a winger that runs like a front rower, but is as fast as an outside back. Let's try and lift that up as much as possible. Um, but yeah, crazy times. But I, I will say this though with New South Wales. Yes, the depth is crazy. Absolutely. The depth's incredible. There's no denying that. But that side without Tom Trevojevic and Latrell in it, doesn't pump New, uh, Queensland anywhere close to the pumpage that we got last year. Those two were so crucial. They were the best two players in the in the series. I actually thought Latrell just pipped him for player of the series, Tommy. But, I mean, I had no argument against Tommy getting because he was also incredible. But the amount of times those two in the series last year, especially the first two games, completely just exploded the game open from some phenomenal feat that no other player could do. I do think New South Wales is going to miss that. If you take Turbo and Latrell out of last year and you put them into any Origin series ever, probably apart from 05 Joey, mm. they're man of the series, mm-hmm. both of them. Yep, yep. So it's a it's a huge, huge loss for them. I think it's going to be a massive test. Well, we haven't seen centres do that since Greg Inglis. Yep. It's really that simple. Like, Greg Inglis is really the only centre at Origin level in the last 20 years that has done – and they had two of them. They had Tommy Entrell doing yep. things – that. You know, only Greg and Turbo done. was playing center slash fullback. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't playing a traditional stay, stay down my corridor. Like, they, yeah, they're going to seriously miss him. And you know, oh. I'm nervous because I look at the Queensland side that I'm picking, and the depth isn't as good. But all 17 are in form. Yeah, there's no one that you're picking that you're going. Oh, he's done a job for me before. He'll be okay. Yeah, you're going. He's in form. He deserves to be there. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Queensland in a very different spot than they were last year. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 